Welcome to Quick Bites for your dental office, the one-stop shop to get all your dental questions answered. I'm Ashley Bond, the founder of Bond Dental Consulting. Here, I'm going to take all your dental questions and answer them in quick sound bites for easy implementation in your busy day. If you want your question answered on air, email me at ashley at bonddentalconsulting.com. Let's begin. Okay, welcome back. Today we are talking part two on breaking down the insurance breakdown form and why is it so important. If you missed part one, I suggest you go back and listen to part one on the three reasons why the insurance breakdown form is so important. And today we are going to go line by line and I'm going to break down what each part of the form means. Now, before I get into that, if you want to follow along, I have a free detailed insurance breakdown form on my website. You can check it out in the show notes and get you a free link that will um, give you the breakdown form that I'm going to go over right now with you guys. So let's get into it. First, let's go over these insurance and patient details at the top. These are going to be the names, the representative name, the IDs, group name, group numbers, pair ID, addresses, etc. All the little details. Now, this first piece of information is so vital because if any of this information is incorrect, you risk your claims being rejected when you send them electronically. This delays your office getting paid and ultimately it adds work for whoever's calling on outstanding insurance claims. So please don't glaze over this section. It is extremely important that you have all of these points accurately documented. Next question on the form is that fee schedule or UCR. Now this question is so important, especially if you are a fee-for-service provider or you're not in network with a lot of dental insurance companies. You want to know here if this insurance company bases their fees off the UCR which is the usual and customary amount, or do they base their fees off their own fee schedule or table of allowance? Now, if this insurance company does base it off their own fee schedule, you want to make sure to let the patient know right away, if you're out of network with this company, that this company is on a fee schedule. So while they say they may cover 100%, It's 100% of their fees, and we can't guarantee that that's going to be close to ours. Again, it's just about giving the patient a heads up so they're not surprised if they do get a dental bill in the mail. The next section is that calendar or benefit year. So we want to know, does this plan renew every January 1st, like most plans, or does it renew during a random month in the middle of the year? If a plan is a benefit year and say it renews in October, you do not want to give the patient a treatment plan once they've reached their maximum because your software says it renews in January. So make sure you double check this. Waiting periods. Does this plan make the patient wait 6 or 12 months before they cover crowns or even fillings? That's what a waiting period is. The patient must wait 12 months until they cover this procedure. So this is vital information to know, especially if this is a new plan for the patient. 
The last thing you want to tell a patient is that their insurance is estimating to cover half their crown bill when in reality, they owe the full amount. That can be a five to $600 mistake. And I can tell you it's happened to me. The patient's not going to be happy. Missing tooth claws. This question is especially important if your office performs a lot of implant, bridge, partial procedures. If there is a missing tooth clause, then that means this insurance company will only cover those restorative procedure for the missing tooth if the extraction was performed while they had that insurance. Otherwise, it won't be covered. So if you know that a patient's coming up with an implant on their treatment plan and you don't have if they have a missing tooth clause, you're going to want to call and get that information right away. Annual, maximum, and remaining. How much insurance dollars does this company allow per calendar year or benefit year? Also, has this patient used any benefits from another office during this year? Again, if you have a patient that had their wisdom teeth extracted from an oral surgeon and then they need a crown performed, you need to know that they went to another office and they may not have any remaining benefits to use before the end of the year. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't perform the necessary treatment, but it does mean that you need to give the patient an accurate treatment plan. Again, it's not about delaying necessary treatment due to insurance, but it is about giving our patients the most accurate breakdown that we can. Last one we're going to go over is deductibles. How much does this insurance charge before they cover services? Typically, an insurance company is going to take $50 to $100 before they cover basic or major work. But you do need to double-check this. Ask if it's waived on preventative. You'd pay for a patient to come in for a cleaning, and they do have a $50 deductible, and it's not waived on preventative. You need to make sure that you collect that at the time of service and not surprise that patient later. Okay, I know I just went over a lot there. So I'm going to stop here. Part three, I'm going to finish going over the detailed insurance breakdown form and what each item means. But in the meantime, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, ashley at bonddentalconsulting.com. And again, if you would like my free detailed insurance breakdown form for your office, check out the show notes or go to my website at www.bonddentalconsulting.com. This has been Quick Bites for your dental office. I'm Ashley Bond. Tune in next time to get all your dental questions answered.